Hello, 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 it's me, Joshua Harrell from Travel Quest Network, and welcome to the Weekly Chatter Live. If you are joining us live, welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to see you here. Please, if you are a member of our Members Only Facebook group, that's where the chat action is at. So keep me busy monitoring the chat. Let us know what's going on in your world. Say hello, wins, challenges, and as we go through the show, feel free to ask questions. And I have to say, if you do share something um, and you just give us like a tease on it, um, I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. So please stay tuned because I will definitely ask a follow-up question. Anyway, so happy to have you here. Whether you are watching us live, watching it on demand, or listening to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is how we end our week here at Travel Quest Network, the best host agency on the planet, in the universe. If you agree with that, can you please show some emotion? I'd love to, I'd love to see that. Uh, anyway, so happy to see you. Um, and it is, you know, I thought it might be a good idea because a lot of people watch these on demand. I should call out that today is the 2nd of December, 2022. So if you're like, you know, 10 years from now listening to the backlog, you'll know, you know, star date. Here it is, December the 2nd. Uh, anyway, got a lot of great things going on in today's show. Jason has a fantastic interview with Lillian from Pack Up and Go. Uh, really a phenomenal story. I cannot wait for you to see that interview. Um, these conversations with our members um, are so cool. I think if you agree, Give me a shout out in the comments because I just feel like every guest that we've had on, every interview we've had, there has been so many aha moments that apply to everybody, even if the businesses are very different. So very, very excited that we have another great interview. Um, and just in general, lots to talk about. And of course, we'll have our Velma, Velma in Texas. She'll be joining us to do the sales call because last time I forgot um, because so I'm a very bad host so bad host bad host I'm, I'm punishing myself anyway if I I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving but can I just tell you that all Friday long I want I, I was I was jonesing for the weekly chatter live I'm serious so um, I had to say no 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 Spend time with your family. Spend time with your family. But being on the weekly chatter is spending time with my family because I adore you. So anyway, that was my uh, love profusion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll it back and I'm going to jump over into the chat and see what's going on there. Guys, keep me busy. Oh, and it looks like you are. You're, you're taking me to heart here. Um, all right. Alan joins us. Happy Friday from Universal, one of his favorite places on earth. A quick three-night trip, hitting all, hitting all the holiday things. Hold on one second. I gotta like make sure my my guests are sorted. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, so hitting all the holiday things. Alan, is it gorgeous down there? I mean, come on. I I love seeing the theme parks decked out in all their hol holiday finery. Um, oh, and then he said, and a Disney. Christmas party last night. So, man, you're you're doing it all. I love it, Alan. 
Um, Cynthia from Birmingham joins us again. Hello all, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, Cynthia. Uh, and there's Stacy. He says, happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you, Stacy. Always good to see you. Um, let's see, Cynthia said, uh, when for this week, a request for Switzerland. Not my usual area, but excited to work on it. Love it, Cynthia. Look at you. Just work in the globe. I love it. Uh, Daniela, happy Friday, everyone. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rebecca, aloha, Rebecca. She said, happy aloha Friday, everyone. Good to see you, Rebecca. Good to see you, Hannah. She said, hey, all. Missing Morocco's sunshine, but happy to be here with, all, with you all today. Um, I've never been to Morocco, Hannah, Hannah. What was it like? Do you recommend we all go? I mean, obviously you're missing the sunshine, but um, please, please tell us more. Uh, Debbie said, happy Friday. Tatiana, or Tatiana, who you guys know from our Agent Profiler workshops. Uh, happy Friday, everyone, from Tatiana. Uh, let's see, our Deborah, uh, happy Friday, Travel Quest fam bam. Uh, somebody who is logged in as Travel Quest Network is saying happy Friday, so whoever you are. Um, from the team. Happy Friday. Uh, let's see, Kara is joining us. She said, when I hit my commission goals for the year, woohoo! And next year's already looking good. So can we like, high five, high five, Kara. Way to go, way to go. Uh, our Amy said, happy Friday. When four new clients this week, who paid my fee? This is, this is a theme for Amy. So you might know Amy. She works on our agency services team, but she's also been a member of Travel Quest Network for a very long time. Um, she is, I just adore her, but um, she's, she's charging fees and uh, she's getting clients to pay that fee and um, more power to you. To, for, for new clients this week, that is a great way to finish the year and uh, have a fantastic uh, 2023. Uh, Aloha, Rebecca says, when finally got my Facebook group live for travel agents for help all things Hawaii. It's been a long time coming. So here she's putting all her Hawaii expertise into a space um, to um, help others. I love it. What a great way to build community. Good job, Rebecca. Um, and Christina said, happy Friday, y'all. I love when someone says y'all. Love it. Uh, happy Friday, y'all. When wrapped up my biggest month ever. Uh, challenge, nailing down international airfare. Anyone else having that challenge? Drop some comments down in there. But congratulations on your biggest month ever. So you and Kara, uh, is, is dinner on you? Are you taking us out? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Uh. Okay, Alan, you know you're speaking. You're 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 speaking to Tatiana here. You know she does our agent profiler workshops, and um, she's got she's got some great uh, stories behind that. But Alan, who just recently published his profile profiler and let me reverse that and start again. He just recently published his profile and quickly became super agent status following the Travel Quest Network method to agent profiler and super agent status. 
Um, he has already been successful with it, but now he's saying had two more bookings from Agent Profiler. Bookings, not just inquiries, bookings. Uh, you know what? You know what? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But Alan has been, he, he's, he's doing it all. So I am so, so proud of you. Um, let's see here. And Velma is waiting for the sunshine. Um, so she must be not in sunshine right now in, in Texas. Uh, so we'll be hearing from Velma very, very soon. Um, uh, oh, and then Kara said, oh, and a thought of another win. I increased my FIT planning fee and have had several clients pay it without hesitation. Star in, in the eyes emoji. Okay. Recurring theme here. Here are very successful agency owners who are charging fees and they're getting clients to pay them and that is a beautiful thing. So kudos to you. Thank you for thinking of that. That's fantastic. Um, let's see. And, and Stacy's giving you kudos as well. Uh, let's see. Man, 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 man. So, uh, sorry. I'm, I, so Hannah, you know, she said she was just in Morocco. Morocco was phenomenal. Hey, be phenomenal. Morocco is phenomenal. Thanks to Hannah. Uh, and yes, let's all go. I'd go back in a heartbeat. I went with Intrepid and it was a fantastic trip. It's been challenging getting back to real life. I bet it has been. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you, Hannah. And guys, keep the comments coming. But now is uh, now we're going to go on over to uh, one of our conversations with our members that uh, Jason Block, our CEO, um, has been doing now uh, for now it's, it's been a good couple of months we've been doing these um, this is you're going to love Lillian I first got to meet her at Travel Leaders Edge conference in let's see I think that was 2021 maybe um, and just her energy is so contagious and her business is extremely unique so we're going to pop right over to the recording of that interview right now. See you on the flip side. Hey there. Thanks for joining us for another weekly chatter conversation with one of our Travel Quest Network members. This week, we have a really special guest. I'm excited for you to meet her. Um, she has a great story and a really interesting business model. And um, I can't wait for you to hear how her agency started and what has made her so successful. So I'd like to, to bring in Lillian Rafson, founder and CEO of Pack Up and Go. Lillian, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm excellent. Thanks for being on the weekly chatter. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. So listen, you know, you have, tell everybody about Pack Up and Go. You have a really interesting business model. Um, let everybody know how it works. Yeah, Pack Up and Go is definitely a unique spin on a traditional travel agency. Uh, we are a travel brand that plans curated vacations around the United States, but the catch is that our travelers don't know where they're going until the day they depart. Uh, so it's all a surprise for all travelers involved. <laughs> <laughs> I have now I have so many questions of, about that, but we'll, we'll get we'll get to that because that that sounds fun and challenging at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so what gave you the idea that that's where you wanted to, to plant your flag in, in the industry? 
It's a great question. So I started the company um, in 2016 when I was 23 years old. Uh, I had never worked in the travel industry before. I had no idea what I was getting into, honestly. <laughs> um, but I actually can't take full credit for the idea of surprise vacations. It turns out that they already existed overseas. Um, there were already a few surprise travel agencies in Europe. But I've been really fortunate to have had a lot of opportunities to travel in my life. And, and I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which I know is not a major leisure vacation destination, but it's also a really great city. And, and I was actually traveling overseas when I first heard about surprise travel in Europe. And I realized that I had made it all the way to Riga, Latvia, but growing up in Pittsburgh, I never even went to Philadelphia or Annapolis or, you know, the Finger Lakes, all of these places right. that were within a four hour drive of my hometown, I simply never went to. And I realized that as Americans, we, we have this tendency to only think of, you know, the, the best travel destinations as being overseas when there's so much to explore domestically. Yep. So uh, I, I decided I want to bring this to the United States and I want to help people, um, you know, visit places that they wouldn't think to visit organically. And today I'm, I'm really proud. We've sent over 35,000 travelers to over 300 destinations around the country. And we have supported thousands of small businesses in our destinations. That is such a terrific story, Lillian. I love that. Congratulations on, on that success. I mean, that's you've, you've been at it a little while, but in the grand scheme, not that long. Mm -hmm. And you know, to see to see your growth is just just fantastic. So when you were when you were starting out and you were looking at okay, how do I grow this business? And that's something we talk about a lot. How do we grow our business and, and do so in a in an intelligent way, uh, in a thoughtful way? Um, how did you approach that idea of of growing? And then when you hit the point where you needed help, how did you how did you think about things? Yeah, in some ways, I think that starting my business so young and with no experience was, was sort of great. You know, ignorance was bliss. Uh -huh. And I also, a fun fact about me is that every single person in my immediate family owns a small business. So um, oh, I come super. from, yeah, so I and nobody else is in the travel industry, all different industries. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, I always say that when we went to the beach every summer growing up, the fax machine came too. Like my parents <laughs> were working all the time. So I knew that that building a small business meant a lot of hard work, a lot of long hours. I wasn't surprised by that. Um, but travel, I think, is really unique because it is 24-7 and there are a lot of factors that are out of your control. So when you see when you see that there is a blizzard approaching, you know that you're going to have a lot on your plate. Um, and so we are a bootstrap business. We don't have any outside investors. And I wanted to make sure that we always grew sustainably. So from day one, my plan was never to be the biggest company as possible as soon as possible because I wanted to work out kinks along the way. Right. So um, at first, I was planning all of the trips. I was on call 24-7. I was you know, posting on social media, and I realized that there just weren't enough hours in the day. Right. So I brought somebody on. My first hire was actually in a business development role um, to oversee our marketing and social media and brand partnerships. Um, uh -huh. and I was still planning all the trips, doing everything that was traveler facing. And, uh, and very soon after, I could no longer plan all of the trips myself. Um, and so from there, the team really grew organically. We've always waited to see, you know, what can we do with our current team? How far can we grow with what we currently have? Um, uh -huh. And from there, we try to be really mindful about our next hires. That is that is excellent. So, so 
you have you're from a family of of entrepreneurs. So I, I'm, you know, how how has that influenced you? I mean, you said it it kind of prepared you for knowing that that building a business is is a lot of work. Are are you able to draw on those family relationships, you know, still to to help you as as, as advisors or, or how do you how does that work? In some ways, I mean. It's funny because my brother works in the music industry. Uh-huh. My sister works in architecture and design. My dad works in radio. Um, and my mom used to work in promotional products, but now works more in community engagement. Uh-huh. So they're all very, very different. Right. Um, it is really helpful, specifically with my siblings, to think through, you know, um, hiring questions or, you know, questions related to social media and marketing our, our companies. With mm-hmm. my parents, it was really helpful in just having basic understandings about business financials. And, um, and, and, you know, when you think about growing a business, you think about all like the fun, sexy, exciting parts of it. You don't think about legal contracts. You don't think right. about, you know, how do you set up your business bank account? How do you actually register your business? Mm-hmm. And so having that, uh, that fundamental, um, set of information from my parents was really, really helpful. That's great. That's great. So in surprise travel, what happens when, when I'm just curious now, when, when your client gets the surprise and they don't like the surprise, I'm sure that's happened at least once. Okay. Well, before I answer that question, let me back up and explain how it works a little okay. bit to, okay. to explain how we prevent that from happening. So, um, you know, it is a surprise, but I like to say it's a very controlled surprise, a very curated surprise. Controlled surprise. I like so, that. Yes. So, um, so when our travelers sign up, we offer four different types of trips. You can fly to your destination, do a road trip to a city, do a road uh-huh. trip to an outdoors destination. If you want to go glamping or stay in a cabin, or you can do a staycation. So our travelers tell us how they want to to travel, and then they complete a pre-trip survey. So we ask for your travel dates, your budget, all of your recent trips, any upcoming trips, places to which you don't feel safe traveling, all of your hobbies and interests, dietary restrictions. We're capturing a lot of information about our travelers Mm -hmm. because we then have a team of travel advisors in-house who are reading through those pre-trip surveys. And then I like to say it's half matchmaking, half logic puzzle. So we're looking at your survey and saying, okay, if you love cocktail bars and history and live music, New Orleans might be a great fit for you. Uh-huh. If there is, um, you know, a, a big event happening there, maybe a big conference or a big sporting event, or it's the middle of hurricane season, we might think, okay, New Orleans is a great fit, but what about Austin, or maybe they would like Nashville too. Uh-huh. So we can do some pattern matching to make sure that we're we're pairing you with a destination that we think you're going to love. So that is how uh, that's how the matchmaking process works. So you know we're getting a lot of information to hopefully avoid any disappointments. But we also have a very self-selecting traveler, right? You when you sign up for a pack up and go trip, you know that you're signing up for a surprise. You know <laughs> that it's going to be a domestic destination and. I love our travelers for their open-mindedness. We know that every city that we send people to has a lot to offer. And so, you know, even if you initially open your envelope and you think, oh, this isn't exactly what I was picturing, we always say, have an open mind. We send you off with curated recommendations based on your interests. So we are doing research for the best things to see, do, eat, you know, everything to experience in your destination. So even if it's a place that you might not have thought you would love, um, 
it might surprise you. So I like to say we give we give destinations the chance to surprise and delight. I love that. That's great. That's great. So now we, we talk about selecting a niche uh, quite a lot. Um, and I know one of the things about your business, you, you are hyper focused on your niche. And, and we've talked in the past about opportunities to sell, you know, cruises or other products and you're, you're nope, this is what we do. And you're and you're very adamant about that. And I think it's probably a, a big part of your success. Can you talk about how you've um, maintained that focus and avoided the temptation to, to seek revenue from, from other sources? Yeah, it was definitely challenging during the pandemic, especially when, you know, travel was down for everybody. We are really fortunate that we've always planned domestic trips and we um, always planned road trips. Mm -hmm. So we were able to rebound pretty quickly during the pandemic. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. So what I will say is, is prior to 2020, we only offered plane trips or road trips to uh -huh. cities. We did add two new trip types during the pandemic. We offered, we started offering our outdoors trips and mm -hmm. staycations. So our, our staycations are the one trip type where our travelers know where they're going. You choose where you're staycationing and then we plan it all for you. So it's a surprise from there. Oh, fun. We have expanded our product offerings, but without straying from from our original vision for the company. So right. we also, during the pandemic, launched something called Peace of Mind Refund Assurance, um, which is our in-house travel protection product. So we are, our number one core value is to hold the traveler experience above all else. And especially during the pandemic, we saw that third-party um, travel protection products just weren't living up to our standards that, that we hold ourselves to and that we want for our travelers. And so we found ways to innovate and add new products um, while bringing that in-house. So it actually enhanced our core values. It wasn't a distraction from our core line of business. Mm -hmm. um, so we do now, we also offer destination guides because we hear from a lot of our travelers, you know, I loved my pack up and go trip. I loved your curated recommendations for things to do there. I know that I'm going to Chicago for work next month. You know, do you have any recommendations for things to do there? So we found ways to add products and expand our, our core offering without um, expanding into markets that where well, we're not experts. We are not uh, Disney experts. We're not cruise experts. And other other travel planners will do that better. Cool. All right. So let, I want to get to know you a little bit. So what what are the kinds of, of trips that you love the most? Ooh. Okay, I love, and maybe this is, you know, reflective of the company. I don't know which came first, my love of this or, or pack up and go, but um, I love taking long weekend trips. Okay. I would actually rather take a three or four day trip than a two week vacation. <laughs> and I love doing a lot of things when I travel. So I am not a, you know, sit around and just relax kind of person. Right. I can't physically do that. I love going to a city eating as much as I can, seeing as much as I can in three or four days and returning home exhausted, but feeling like I really saw a place. Right. Um, so that is my type of, of adventure. I love going to places that people don't think to visit on their own. Um, you know, I've had amazing trips to Buffalo, New York, or, you know, a random town in West Virginia that I can drive to um, that I knew very little about. So I you're, love- You're right. You're right. Nothing against Buffalo. But that's not the first place. That's not would not be at the top of my list of places to go this weekend, right? That, so, but you're right. I'm sure you can have an amazing time there. 
exactly. especially if you have someone showing you the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. So where in, internationally, mm-hmm. what, what's on your bucket list? Or maybe mm-hmm. domestically? Where, okay, domestic, I'm going to, I'll answer that domestically because I actually okay. feel like my domestic bucket list is getting so long that I can't <laughs> even think overseas. Um, domestically, I really want to go to more national parks um, specifically Alaska. I, Alaska is a bucket list trip for me. I would love to go. I love being active. I love being outdoors. Um, I would love to see it. I, um, would love to spend more time in the Pacific Northwest. I've spent a lot of time exploring the East coast. Um, but the, the Pacific Northwest still feels relatively untouched for me. Um, yeah, I, there are just so many places in the U S that I, I feel like I never have time to go to. <laughs> well, Hopefully you, you can take some time and, and sample some of your own products. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now since all of your products are, are surprises mm-hmm. um, and it's, and it's based on that, that matching, right? Mm-hmm. Do do you see certain destinations emerge as most popular or, or matching most often? Definitely. So um, one of my favorite things about Pacamingo is figuring out these patterns because we have travelers departing from all around the country. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain destinations that just from a logistics standpoint are, are much easier for us to send a lot of travelers to, you know, right. um, Chicago and Denver, for example, because geographically travelers from all around the country can get there and they have amazing airports. Um, if you are, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're looking for a city experience and you love um, museums and sightseeing and food and dining. Chicago is an amazing option for you. Or if you're really into the outdoors and craft beer, uh, you know, there's a great option. Um, but we, with our, with our destination guides that we launched recently, they've been really fascinating because since you are choosing where you are already traveling and why you're traveling there and buying a, a guide for a specific location, it's been really interesting for us to see the places that our travelers in our audience choose to go to on their own, whether it is visiting friends or family or for work or just for a vacation. And we've seen some, um, we, it's been really validating in a lot of our choices. So we know that, um, you know, a lot of girls trips want to go to Savannah and Charleston Uh or, you know, the Napa Valley. Um, we have seen a lot of people traveling to Dallas for work, um, for example. So it's it's validated a lot of our assumptions, but then we've seen certain destination guides have these pops in sales. And we're like, oh my God, a lot of people are going to this place that we <laughs> don't always see as a top destination. Um, so we are also learning from our, our travelers in that way. That's fantastic. So where can people check you out on, online or on social media? Yeah, to find us online, our website is packupgo.com. And on social media, on Facebook, we are packupgo. On Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, we are packupgo underscore travel. Fantastic. Lillian, I'm I'm truly so excited to see your continued success. I think you bring a really unique perspective to to this industry and, and you know your business model the way you've structured it. And and it's just a thrill to watch you continue to grow. Um, And thank you so much for for joining us for a conversation on on the chatter. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Always happy to chat. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, let's send it back over to the rest of the show. Wow. Now, is Lillian not 
the coolest person on the planet, or I have to say one of the coolest people on the planet, right? So cool, and what? And just looking at the comments, aren't you loving her business concept? Wow, very, very cool. And I'm gonna bring Jason in. Um, Jason looks like he's in a winter wonderland right now. Hey, hey. Travel Coast Network, Joshua, what's up? Yes, I'm here in our uh, education center that we're, we're launching in 2023. Uh, and we have it decorated for the holidays. So it's, it's a fun and festive uh, place to be on a Friday afternoon. Yes, you look very fun and festive. Uh, always. <laughs> now, so you've known Lillian for a while. Um, and that yep. was a great interview. Um, what, uh, what, what do you think is the secret? What do you think is her secret sauce? I mean, she talked about a lot of things, but what do you think after talking with her and, and, and knowing her so long? Well, I mean, she's obviously a, a very focused individual, and I think that that's a commonality that we see across, you know, all of the folks uh, across Travel Quest Network who are really successful. They, they have a, there's a real passion and a real a real focus. But beyond that, one of the things that I find uh, it, it, just such a great um, example, when we talk about uh, niches and, and finding a niche for your business, um, I think it's a great illustration because some oftentimes we think a niche is, is a destination or we think it's a, a, a specific travel product. Um, and, and yes, pack up and go is focused domestically. Um, but their real niche is, is, is the manner in which they buy and sell travel and, and the way that they're packaging that. And I think it's, it's a good lesson to say, you know, when you're, when you're crafting a niche for your business, it, it doesn't always have to be destination based. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, I'm a river cruise uh, specialist. It doesn't have to be those traditional definitions of, of a niche or, you know, a type of a client. It could be the way in which you sell travel. And I think she, she illustrates that just beautifully. Um, but the thing, you know, beyond that, even when, you know, I was asking her questions about, you know, what's on your bucket list? And I, and I wanted to, you know, hear where she wanted to go internationally. She is so passionate about her niche that, you know, it, it, she's thinking of all these places domestically that she, she wants to visit, right? And I think that's, you know, we talk about when you're selecting a niche, you have to have a personal passion for it. And I think that's such a key secret ingredient to success is, is really having that personal passion. And so, you know, I, I could go and, and create a, a business that was similar to pack up and go. But if I don't have that same passion that Lillian does and her team does for that niche, I'm not going to be nearly as successful. So, you know, I think it's a great um, example for all of us to, to look at when we think about selecting a niche for our, our agencies and how that it works, that it really has to start with where your personal connection lies. And I think, you know, she illustrates that concept and, and kind of brings it into life. Um, but the, the, they have such a cool business model. And I think, um, you know, I think it always it it, it should make us think. You know, it should make you know, as we listen to what she's doing. You know, we think about you know our clients. What's what's maybe a different way that we could um, sell the, the product and service that we're selling today, and, and do so in a unique way that brings value. It doesn't that doesn't mean everyone should go run out and and start selling surprise travel. But there might be things that that you could do. You know, as you're talking with clients and as you're creating proposals that you can put your own unique spin on it. So that experience of, of buying travel with you is starts to stand out from others. Yeah, I like the way that she said, 
you know, even as she was adding products, she was trying mm-hmm. to not stray too far away from what that core business was. And I, that is, you're too, oftentimes you're too tempted, uh, especially in a, in a place of scarcity uh, or, or the unknown to just kind of grab that focus that you were talking about. She, she's always applying it. Um, I think that's, yeah. that it's, it's commendable. Yeah, and I, I think she said something else that's also really interesting, and that is they, they look to learn from their clients, you know, seeing what what are the things that their clients are interested in that kind of guides where they take their business. So she was you know, talking about some of the, the destination guides that, that they didn't expect to be very popular, but but are, um, and how that's kind of driving where maybe they invest a little more more effort. And I think that's a good uh, a good tip for, for any business owner, but certainly, you know, a travel agency to think about you know, what are the, the products that your existing clientele are interested in? Well, I've got uh, a comment uh, from, uh, I'm going to say Rebecca in Texas, because we got Aloha, Rebecca, and then we've got uh, Texas Rebecca. Anyway, she said, one of my best clients and her three best friends just used Lillian for a trip. She ended up in Washington and loved it. I felt comfortable referring to her even though she never knew that. Um, so many people in Travel Quest refer to others without feeling threatened, and I love that. She said, oh, we, are, we are truly a family. That's beautiful. That's, I love that. Yeah, that's super cool. Thank you, Texas Rebecca. <laughs> um, all right, so speaking of Texas, we got yeah. somebody, our, our fa- one of our favorite Texans, uh, standing by. Uh, Velma, are you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> How are hey, you? Uh, we're doing well. We're having a we're we're in a festive mood. What about you? I'm fairly festive. I am. It's uh, it is drizzling here, so I liked your intro music. Waiting for the sunshine. Uh, that's what I'm doing as I watch the rain fall and and the leaves. It, isn't fall beautiful this year? You know what. It has been a beautiful fall. It's the best foliage I've seen in a long time. And you know what? what? So are our sales numbers. Oh, and that's and that's what Velma is here to do. So I'm going to I'm going to yes. focus on you and and Velma don't get scared because I've got those um I've got those uh oops, sorry. I can't even see where my my button is. All right, I'm going to do uh let's see. Are you are you ready for number 1? No. Or no, no, three. We do it. We we do it backwards. I'm sorry. All right, here it comes. Number three. Number three. Nineteen thousand three hundred and sixty-three dollars. So if I'm starting out with number three there. You know this is a great week. Number two. Woo! Twenty-six thousand five hundred and thirty-two. Yes. <laughs> and then number one, $29,699.67. This is just, these, these numbers, Joshua, I don't know. Um, for some reason, our members don't know, and I don't want us to tell them, please keep this a secret. Joshua, Jason, 
this is a secret. Our members don't know that this time of year is supposed to be slow. <laughs> Nobody told them. So let's not tell them because they're going crazy. The numbers this week, you know what? There were so many people right below this number three that if these numbers were an election, if this these were election numbers, we'd be having a runoff. <laughs> really? Really? Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> I, I just, I, I haven't seen something like this in a while, especially for December. I mean, really, it's, uh, so anyway, yeah. it's great. And, it's great. And, and, and those, are, those are commission revenue numbers, not, not sales, right? So, yeah, you know. yeah, it's a revenue. Yes. You know, I get used to everyone's supposed to know this, but you're, yes, you're right. These, this is strictly revenue. Yes. Right. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just thinking. Some of those numbers are approaching. They'd start to sound good even if they were sales, right? Or oh, well, yes, I've I've uh, over the years had many months where that was my sale. <laughs> That's fantastic. It is fantastic, and you know, normally I will point out some vendors or suppliers that we're selling, but it's just everywhere. They they just hit them all. It's every. It seems like every supplier, preferred supplier. And you know, something I was impressed with, a lot of pin site bookings. And so that means they're making these 20% commission hotel bookings. It's great. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, the pin site is available uh, through all of our pro plans. So uh, yes. another benefit to being on one of our pro plans is pin site mm -hmm. and you have access to a plethora of yes. hotel yeah. products mm -hmm. and hotel programs that are very beneficial not only to you mm -hmm. um but also to your client um so Correct. you know if, if you want to learn more about that please mm -hmm. go to the pro portal and uh investigate or reach out to your agency services team they'd be happy to tell you more about it yes yes so that's that's it for the revenue sales for the week I love it. We need to give your your the revenue sales section of the weekly chatter its own name. Can 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 we task you with that to to come up with a fun like Velma's corner? So, I don't know. Some I, I don't know. I want to be in Velma's corner is what I want to be in. So <laughs> I'll think about that. All right, you'll ponder that. All right. Well, we adore you, Velma. Thank you for joining us Thank as you. always, and uh, keep waiting for that sunshine. Yes, yes. Y'all have a good weekend. Take care. Bye. She makes me laugh. I just always feel good when Velma's talking. And then when she gets excited about sales, I, I really get excited about sales. That's right. <laughs> I love I, I just want her to see, I want her to continue to, to build up to the holiday uh, festiveness. She said she was pretty festive. We're going to keep building that each week as we, as we move through the season here. Yeah, I, I feel like costumes. I think every week there should be a costume. <laughs> she can start out as an elf, then move to like Mrs. Claus. I don't know. We, we can talk about that. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we get into the headlines, we'd like to, yeah. you know, uh, Jason always brings us some great headlines. Um, I just want to go over a few things, uh, a few reminders, as well as some upcoming events. Um, the, if you did not uh, participate in the member all call, that's our monthly 
member uh, meeting that we do as a team to, uh, for all of our members. You can join live or you can watch it on demand. And that's what I'm getting to. If you didn't get to attend the all call live, please go to Pro and you can catch it in episodes. You can um, catch the recording of the all call. Guys, uh, you know, if you can cho join live, it's great. You can ask questions live, but there is a lot of good information that we put in to the all call um, and sometimes only the all call. So you definitely want to, you definitely want to watch that. Um, also, expect the annual member survey. This is where we're collecting feedback from you that informs our decisions throughout the year. That's dropping next week. And this is not going to be the only time that I remind you <laughs> of this. You are going to hear about it because we need to get surveys back from all of you. That's how we're going to continue to be the best host agency in the universe, right? Uh, Real quick, I just want to underscore how important that is, not only to hear from you and, and understand your needs, what you think about different features uh, of our our program and the different products we have, but it also helps each of our teams um, understand you know, how they're delivering service, how they're working to enhance those products and programs. So it's, it's really something that um, it, it's absolutely crucial, and we want every single one of you to participate in that survey. Uh, process. So we'll, we'll be talking about it as it as it drops, but just be on the lookout uh, for that because I, I can't tell you how much we value that feedback. Yes. Um, also, something that just kind of flew under the radar, you didn't know about it, but uh, here we, if you go to Pro over in the Learn section, there's a, uh, a link to Passport. And uh, that is our new learning management system where you're going to see so m you're going to see so much content going in there, so many new courses. And uh, guess what? Two new courses are sitting in there. If you want to learn more about Email Plus, you can click on Learn and go to Passport and, and take a, a, a quick course on Email Plus. It's not like sitting through hours of webinars quick course on email plus as well as engagement, the direct mail and email um, uh, marketing, the autopilot email marketing and direct mail um, program that we have available to our members. More passport courses are coming, but those are in there right now. If you want to know more about either of those, please go and check them out. Um, you still have time if you are in the Newark, New York, that kind of northeastern area. Uh, December 13th is our final roadshow of the year. Jason, are you excited? I am excited. You know, we're, we're, they've been great so far. They've been um, probably one of the coolest things that, that we've done in a while. You know, we wanted to test out roadshows going into well, it was going to be 2020 and then, you know, COVID came, so we didn't do it then. And we were looking at in 2021 and the timing wasn't quite right still with, with COVID issues. And we, we tried them out this year and it has been uh, a really terrific thing. They're just really rave reviews from almost 100% of the attendees, which is, you know, you, you never do anything that's 100% of the people like. Um, so we've just been blown away by the feedback on those. And we see, you know, attendee registration continue to expand as we've gone through the year. Um, we've done, this will be the sixth one this year. Next year, we'll be doing eight different dates. So it's something we're definitely looking to continue to build on and expand. 
But if you have not shown up to one of the first five road shows, this is your last chance uh, this year to to attend one. So um, we'd love to see you there. We got a we got a pretty big group already registered, but I, I think there are a few more seats. So we'd love to to see you there, and we'll be talking about things going on across the network, different uh, programs and products that we have. We'll hear from some great uh, travel partners and. It'll just be a fun time to be together and, and we'll, we'll network with each other and, and you can certainly, you know, meet your peers and, and, and learn a lot. It'll be a fun day. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And I, even though, you know, there's some things, you know, we talk about some, some of the same things as from roadshow to roadshow. I feel like each city has brought its own personality to every single roadshow. Sure. So sure. It, it, it isn't cookie cutter. It nope. is a, a unique experience. And just like the weekly chatter, those who attend and, and are part of it really make it happen. And Jen is so excited. She said she's got to get started packing. She cannot wait um, to go. And uh, let's see. Kim asks, is the schedule out for 2023? Yes, it is. The venues are not there, but the cities are. Uh, just go to the event calendar in Pro and you in the Pro Portal and you will see the, the schedule. And as soon as those venues get updated, registration will open. All of that stuff will be coming. Um, but, oh, and people are just chiming in left and right that they love the road shows. So don't just take our words for it. We love to, to do the road shows, but actually you guys love them too. Uh, and all right. Uh, oh, sorry. What, Jason? I said they've been fun. They've been really yeah. They really, they have. In fact, I haven't, the ones that I've been to, I've been like, okay, y'all, you don't need to go home, but you can't stay here. Like, <laughs> like we had the venue for a short amount of time here. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to highlight uh, in the pro portal, in the calendar, in the event section, you will see that uh, it's cruise week, Travel Leaders Cruise Week next week. Almost uh, well, actually, I think it is every single day. There is content um, that you can register for um, for their cruise week. Please go check it out. Um, Travel Leaders does a great job of uh, bringing suppliers and information together. Um, be a part of that if that is in your wheelhouse. And it is. You know, bit, we were talking about this with Alan doing so well with Agent Profiler. It is Tatiana's last Agent Profiler workshop of the year on uh, December 8th at 12 Eastern. Um, so, you know what? Best time at the end of the year, get ready for next year. Join this workshop because the people who have attended it have had nothing but rave reviews for it. And um, something that we just discovered, Jason, I, I, don't, I don't know that I shared this with you, but what what uh, Tatiana has, she's been watching all the numbers. She's been trying to monitor how people's profiles are performing. Uh, if you are a super agent, which is, if you don't know Agent Profiler, it's a lead, our free lead generation platform for our pro plans. Um, and it's it's your profile, online profile on travelleaders.com. Um, but if you do certain things. We have a special system, a special formula for the way that we approach creating your profile on Agent Profiler and then getting to this next status called Super Agent status, okay? And this, there's a whole lot of wonderful stuff that happens, but what Tatiana just told me is if you are Super Agent status, right now it's you are twice as likely to get um, a, uh, a, a lead from agent profiler if you are super agent status and right now we're 63 percent 
higher in terms of number of leads that are coming through Agent Profiler over last year. Now, last year was a funky year, but it was also, it was, a, for many people, it was a very successful year. So um, up 63% already, and we haven't even finished the year. Uh, it's just a very, very good sign. That is wonderful to hear. And I'm, you know, if, if you weren't in the ballpark of Velma's top sales numbers and you don't have a agent profile completely uh, set up using our approach and you don't have super agent status, make that your number one priority as we kind of go into the end of the year, because the dollar for dollar, there is, is I don't think anything better that you can do for your business than to adopt our system for building out and publishing your profile. It, it will make a huge difference in your business. I promise you. And you know what? Some of the, the I think what is very exciting about it is uh, not only is the workshop free, but yep. agent profiler is free. So yeah. there is no reason. The only thing that you have to do is spend time and focus. And once you do that, you're, it's golden. So anyway, I wanted to give you those reminders. And then guess what, Jason? I don't know if you you know about this, but next weekend is Travel Quest Network's Diamond Getaway. And Woo! we're going to be in Iberostar Bavaro Suites in Punta Cana. Very and nice. so next week's weekly chatter, I'm going to be coming to you from Iberostar. So... Uh, awesome see what I can get into. That's, that's sponsored by Delta Vacations. We are very, very excited that they, they sponsored uh, our Diamond get it, Getaway this year. And I can't wait to, I have been grounded for quite a bit, for quite a few months. So I'm ready to party. Spread your wings and fly. <laughs> Butterfly. All right. So well, you'll I got be, all... You'll be next week with the suntan lotion and then the sun and I'll be here in the the festive holiday studio. Yeah, I'll be like, can someone please get me a hibiscus? I need to feel like we're we're in the um, not a hibiscus. What am I thinking of? Poinsettia. Yeah, you're like whatever, whatever. <laughs> poinsettia, poinsettia. Anyway, all right. So, sorry, now is it there poinsettia were... or is it poinsettia? Because my grandmother always said poinsettia, but she pronounced a lot of things wrong. So I'm not. Which is it? I've actually heard it both ways and by intelligent people both ways. So I, I'm not going to, I'm going to judge. Part, but she pronounced some words very strangely. So it was like hydrangea or hydrangea. Um, yeah. It's it's a tough one. Maybe but I, listening to chat can set me straight, which 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 is the, the correct way to say it. Hibiscus, though, was not at all in the ballpark. So, <laughs> so anyway, okay. now moving on to Sorry. the headlines uh <laughs> i think i think the holiday festivities have already begun have the eggnog <laughs> come out yet i wish <laughs> i wish all right so some interesting news this week right so we talked a few weeks ago about um ncl and their their change in approach to ncfs um and we saw since then two cruise lines the second one this week have said they are adopting a similar approach. The, the, we had American Cruise Line in November, and then this week, um, American Queen Voyages said, starting in 2023, that they are, are changing their commission structure and, and they'll now be paying commission on some previously um, NCF um, 
type uh, fees and, and fares. So I think that's it's interesting. It's great to see for you know the, the overall advisor community, and we've seen some of the the bigger cruise lines um, say, you know, no, we're we're not taking any action yet. So it, I, I think it's it's something we want to continue to watch and and see how um, industry share shifts and and. You know, uh, more or less to to those cruise line uh, suppliers who have more advantageous commission structures. You know, in the end, of course, you always need to recommend and, and sell the product that's the best fit for your client. But on the margin, you know, where where it can kind of go either way, that's where it'll be interesting to see how these policies um, and, and pricing structures or commission structures will will uh, impact the the advisor community and ultimately those cruise line sales. So that's. You know, I think just a, a good note to see that that we're seeing some other things. Now, here, here's a story that's it's not really a story, but, you know, I, I saw it come through and I've seen it before, but it would just remind me. And I said, you know what? This belongs in the headlines. And that is Travelators Network um, has group block space for cruises. And, and we do as well. We supplement their list of, of block space. But they have a, a program that, that we offer for all of our advisors with AMA Waterways, several block date sailings, where commission on those sailings is 25%, plus, if, if that's not good enough reason, plus a $300 onboard credit per stateroom. And even if, and I didn't know this until I kind of dug into it a little bit this week, even if that particular block date sailing is full, the $300 onboard credit is still available to you. So even if you can't book into the block, I didn't, know that. I didn't know that either. So I'm sure some of you out there did know that, and I'm sure some didn't. So these are great opportunities. I love river cruising. I love Alma Waterways. And if you have a client who is considering a river cruise, this is a, a great offer for you and for them. So I just wanted to call some attention to that. To me, it was headline worthy. And, you know, 25% on a $7,000 cabin, that's not a bad day at the office. So I uh, just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Well worth getting out of the bed for that. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> that's right. It is. I think that's, I think we all would get out of bed for a 25% commission on a $7,000 shelling or more. Um, another interesting story in the, in the travel world, and it's not really been picked up in the trade press much, but in the, in the, in the regular news, uh, the EU, in their continued march to become more involved in how technology companies operate, have said, you know what, we're going to get rid of airplane mode starting next year. So, yeah, right? So on the airplane there, instead of using Wi-Fi connections, they want to equip uh, airplanes with 5G service so you can be flying and use your apps and stream Netflix and maybe make calls and talk on the phone um, instead of using the plane's Wi-Fi service. So. That's looking to, um, from what they've said so far, that, that that's kind of you know a new story just in the last um, day or so. But they're looking to have that in place by the end of June, I think, next year. I'm not sure how I feel about you know people making a, sitting next to me making a phone call the whole time. You know, yeah. uh, I don't want to hear Joshua on a Zoom call you know for 12 hours because yeah. um, I talk this loud all the time. So yeah, it true. I can't. <laughs> But, you know, so I'd be curious, you know, when that does come about, um, how that impacts the in enjoyability of, of flying within the EU. So more to come well, on that. 
about Well, the one thing I'm going to just say about that, and I don't mean to be like a rabble rouser, but um, have, weren't we told that the, the the use of cell phones during flight will interrupt the, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the flight uh, controls? So um, I'm kind of feeling I might have been somebody uh, peed on my leg and told me it was raining. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal with that, though. Apparently, and I didn't know this until this week, apparently the the 5G, and I don't want to get too nerdy with everybody, but the 5G radio frequency bands that are used in the U.S. and that are used in the EU are different. So in the U.S., we allow, I believe it's lower frequencies that have a potential higher opportunity for um, interference than they do in the EU. And so the EU is not concerned about that at all. Still in the U.S., they're concerned about that. Now, again, I am not a, uh, I don't know if that's an electrical engineer or whatever um, uh, discipline of science is the expert on that, but that's kind of, that's what I read. All right. Well, now you made me feel better. I I don't think, but I think everyone can agree it probably, you know, having your phone not in airplane mode isn't going to send it crashing to the the ground either. So we'll we'll see. Because I I don't know about y'all, but, you know, I I do the... um, the Wi-Fi on the plane or the, the free messaging. Um, uh-huh. And uh, it my phone will still give me notifications for things that I can't actually access with <laughs> you know, through the free. Th- so it's like my phone continues to go off, but right. I'm on the one where it's only my iMessage or, or Facebook Messenger. So it's like, okay, so it's connecting somehow. It just won't like complete the process. So anyway. <laughs> Yep. Um, in other, while we're on the airplane subject, in other airport news, uh, Delta has said that they are going to raise the prices and limit the availability for the Sky Club um, going into next year. And I don't know if, if you have been through the airport, whether you're a Sky Club member or not, uh, but I've seen <clears throat> many times um, where you walk by the entrance to a Sky Club and there is a line <laughs> to get yes. in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They've got capacity. They're like one in, one out, one in, one right. out. Yeah, it's like we're at the bar and there's a guy with a velvet rope and oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, you, you need to bring someone. You know, they say to me like, you need to bring someone pretty to get into the bar. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they're saying, you know what, we're gonna try to keep make this a little more exclusive and and make sure we're rewarding our most uh, valuable clients, so it won't be quite so easy to get into the Sky Club <clears throat> starting next year. Um, yeah, let's not let the riffraff in. I'm our, uh, my membership's already been renewed. I'm good. <laughs> so um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, yeah. was this week. It was huge for cruise lines. A lot of cruise lines said record-breaking uh, sales. And I think the, the, the memo for, for the advisor community, number one, is you know those, those holidays do attract interest for, for travel and especially this year. But I would also say that the memo is <clears throat> it's not too late. So, you know, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about giving the gift of travel. Um, I included that in my weekly message uh, several weeks ago. It's not too late. You know, now's the time still to be having conversations with those clients who are interested in traveling uh, either for the holidays or giving the gift of travel to somebody else for a future trip or even self-gifting the gift of travel. Um, we're still seeing, you know, huge travel demand. The U.S. Tour Operators Association had their annual conference <clears throat> this week, and they said, 
you know, 2022 uh, was uh, really strong for, for the tour operators, not quite what it was in 2019, um, uh, but still an extremely strong year. And they're looking at, um, you know, growth in 2023. I think it was something like 55% of the tour operators in attendance expected 10% um, uh, growth next year or more. Uh, another quarter said it'd be between seven and nine percent. Only four percent of the tour operators said 2023 sales were going to be declining. So the general consensus is, hey, nobody is seeing things like inflation, recession fears impacting travel demand. It is we're we're in this period uh, still of pent up demand, um, and it might not last forever, but we're still in this period of pent up demand is kind of bucking the normal economic trend um, where things like recession and inflation might cut travel demand and we're not seeing that so have those conversations over the next couple of weeks with your clients um, engage them you know ask hey where are you going for the holidays you know it's not too late to to pop to new york and, and we're seeing you know some of those um you know destinations that are most popular for the holidays places like new york uh, phoenix is now one of the the most uh, most popular places to go for the holidays um, london very popular in the international space so have those conversations you know even if you're just calling in to say hi and wish them a happy holidays. You can always work in then just, you know, oh, what are you doing for the holidays? Are you traveling? Are you thinking about traveling? So there's ways to work in just those normal everyday. Hi, I'm here just to just see how you're doing and turn that into a sale. Yes. Take advantage of it. You don't know if it's going to be around forever. So don't be quiet. Um, so, Jason, it's time to wrap up. We went over, but oh. it, it was a fun show. I always enjoy seeing you, Joshua, even if it's virtually. I love it. I love I, I love everybody has been very active in the chat, and I'm sorry we didn't get um, over to you, but uh, people loved Jason, just so you know. They, they love it when you talk nerdy to them. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just keep that uh, for... Like it needs to be a t-shirt, like talk nerdy to me. Right? <laughs> yeah, Done yeah, it? I... I think it's going to be now available on TravelQuestNetwork.com. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us live or watching this on demand or listening to us on your favorite podcast channel. Uh, we will see you next week, and I will be live from Punta Cana, and Jason Ooh. will still be in the winter wonderland, right? <laughs> I, will, I will be here. I will be here. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. It's so good to see you all. Thanks for watching. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.